0: Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, bullied young men, confused young women, a horrifying secret, Kyoko Ozaki art, and manga news. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Listener and viewer discretion is advised. Spyric and Manga Review, episode 523. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spyric and Manga Review. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, and what's up? Hope you're doing well and hope you're excited for another fun-filled episode of this awesome podcast that you can find at www.spyrokin.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, and various other social media sites. And if you're watching on YouTube, remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that bell for notification, and just get ready for some really awesome podcasts. So with that in mind, let's actually get to it, because we've got so much to talk about. And I am back from Otakon 2023, and I am relaxed, chilled, and ready to talk about some really cool manga. And actually one which is kind of different. But we'll get to that right now shall we because if you remember from the last episode i spun that one that only the wheel of manga and it turned to be they're reviewing a very unique manga a manga that was written by the creator of helter skelter that's right we're talking about kyoko okazaki uh she also wrote pink and this is one of her works so this is an old school Jose series which was published by Takajimin Mashi, or released over here by Vertical Inc. or Kodansha USA. The original run one was 1994. This was released in QT Magazine. There is one volume, and this is a Jose series that is a drama slice of life series that is known simply as Riv- Ribal's Edge, or translated into English, this is River's Edge. Now, to explain this story without giving too much away, because it is a one-shot, is going to be kind of difficult, but I'm going to just give you the bare minimum of what's going on. This is the story of how six young men and women get their lives intertwined due to bullying, a horrifying secret, and some very unusual situations that occur. And we have several main characters, but the main character that we're going to be focusing on is... Haruna Wakakuza. Now, Haruna is a young lady who is, well, she's straightforward, unrelenting, and she's dating this guy named Kanazaki who is kind of a piece of shit. And Kanazaki hates this kid named Ichiro Yamada because Yamada is popular with girls, he's handsome, he's pretty, and for some reason he's good at school, which makes Kanazaki completely hate him. So he constantly is bullying and beating up Yamada, and Taruna is a little frustrated by this. Meanwhile, her friends, you have uh, Ta- Kana, who's Ichiro's boyfriend, who's super overprotective of Ichiro, but she also is kind of in a weird spot. And then you have Lumi, who is her other friend who dates older men. And these people, well, they, they're high school students. They deal with all this insanity, but... It's actually getting to a very cruel point. And how cruel am I talking about? Well, they keep saying that, hey, Yamada's gay. That's why we beat him up. And it's this insecurity that Kanazaki and his friends have as they beat up this young man who is a nice person. He's someone who actually will get up early to feed these cats that he found in front of the school these kittens which is a beautiful sequence and the only person who knows about this is haruna so it's haruna and Yamada who are feeding these cats and they're taking care of them and well turns out that the bullying gets slowly worse and more horrifying to a point where actually Yamada is locked into a a locker by kanazaki and pretty much left overnight which is technically super abuse. And after Haruna lets him out, she discovers the truth that he looks like shit and she's be she's getting the crap beat out of him. And Yamada admits, yeah, he is gay. He's closeted and he's dating Kana to appear straight. But he wants this other guy and he cares about this other guy. So this becomes this joint secret that they know. And she discovers another side of Yamada and they start becoming friends and Haruna starts spending more time with Yamada, which leads to jealousy from Kana because Kana completely is unaware that Yamada is gay. So she's like, why is this girl trying to hook up with my guy? And Kanazaki's like, why is the pretty boy who I keep beating up who's a piece of shit hooking up with my girl? So this leads to them just fighting and fighting and also leads to Kanazaki cheating on Haruna with Kana and in a very really as usual, it's a Okazaki fucked up way because the story gets more fucked up after this, especially when we discover some other elements, including this secret that Yamada has with not just Haruna but this other girl in school, Kozue Yashikawa, who is one of the most popular girls in the school, who is a child model and she's one of Yamada's only other friends. Also, she has a secret, which is dealing with this. Also fun fact, uh, Yoshikawa is the young model who is in Helter Skelter, who is taking Lilico's job. So this is connected into this universe in a very weird and strange way. And I'm not really going to get too much further into this story from this element from the story. Cause you do have to read this for your own, but this deals with, These secrets that forge friendships from shared pain. You find betrayal with each other. Like I said, you have this betrayal happening with Kanazaki and Kana. And there's even an element of death in this, where you have moments of pure terror because stuff happens which freaks people out and suddenly it's like oh shit oh shit what can we do we need to solve this issue that just happened and it's not going to end well we have to come together or else this is going to end really badly it's almost like a i hate to say it it's like um i know what you did last summer at one point where it's like oh god there's a horrible secret that Someone's trying to cover up, and now everyone's involved, and it's made things worse because the other secrets have come to light, and it's like, why is this person gonna help you? Well, go to hell, and then yeah. It this is a completely crazy story that gets very odd and dark. And if you are a fan of Joe say this is one of those stories where it is a think piece and it is an emotional roller coaster, which goes to some very dark places. This is one of those stories that. I really can't say much more without spoiling anything, and I'm not going to, but the artwork is spectacular. It's Kyoko Okazaki. It's that very willowy main characters with beautiful backgrounds, and these characters which look just odd, but they fit in this weird world. There's a couple of horrifying images, which I'm not really going to divulge, but you have these things which are just they're for shock value, and some which are just cringy as all fuck. Uh, one of the characters has an eating disorder, and when we see this eating disorder, it's drawn in a way where it's it's horrifying, and it makes Enclosed called Fat seem less impactful because the moment is that just dark. I think that Kyoko Okazaki is a m- mistress of this style of just, it's cringy, yet you can't look away. It's like watching a car accident, and I've you—you you are compelled to read more about this. Now, there is an element involving a secret that it's or a treasure, as Yamada calls it, that he finds, and he only shares with his true friends. And this treasure is kind of like—it's his way to cope with situations. Like, like when I feel horrible, I look at my treasure, and I'm perfectly fine. And other people see this treasure and they're either horrified or they're mystified by it. And I, well, I'm not going to say too much about it, but you can get something kind of grim and dark. And yeah, it's one of those weird things that I understand people have these things where it's like, it's an artifact that they have that makes them have strength in times of need. But this is one of those situations where it's like, not the best thing to have, in my opinion. But I do digress. So as I said, the art style is exceptional. The character design is great, but the story itself is one where it is a one-shot. There is nothing afterwards. There is no way you could have a sequel after this. This is a one-and-done story that had to be told in this way, and for that reason, it is impactful. I will say that this is not something which is taken lightly. This is not a happy story. This is actually not one of those stories that I would recommend to most people. Most people would find this cringy, horrifying, twisted, depraved, even psychologically disturbing. But it's a story which has to be told. There is a film adaptation that I've heard is spectacular. If you're a fan of, like, A23 films, you'll love this. If you're a fan of Kyoko Okazaki, you'll love this. If you don't want something that's a dark, slice-of-life, intellectual character piece, this is not for you. If you don't like seeing boobs in a really sick sort of way, this is not for you. If you don't like seeing dead bodies, this is not for you. That's the big case for it. But Konasha did a great job, a loving job, releasing this. And I've just got to say, this is a story in a manga, which I do recommend. And for that reason, I have to give this one of our middle of the ground ratings, or actually our second highest rating, which is bar from friends. Don't return off offer Pocky. It's exceptional. It's really good. It's just that this topic is so hard to read at times. This is not for everybody. I would say if you have not experienced life yet, this is not for you. This is not for someone who's like, yeah, I love everything and I'm, I'm ready to grab the world by the horns and take it and put it in my pocket This is not that. This is not that story for you. This is one which is just going to be a little more nuanced and one which you will need to think about. But I digress. I'm getting a little depressed and depressing. So, yeah. So, that's my thoughts. And if you've read this, uh, email me at ZanSparkin.com or tweet me at spirekin. Let me know your thoughts on if you thought this was amazing, if you thought it was terrible, or if just in general you thought this was something which was worth reading. Let me know. And also... Before I forget, because people have been asking me to put this actually in the episodes again, I've brought back something which I put in every single post, which is the random question of the day. And we're actually going to be showing it right now. So the random question of the day for this week is going to be, well, have you ever had a treasure when you were a child? Something which was your personal totem that would give you strength. Did you have one? It could have been a stuffed animal. It could have been a toy. It could have been a leather jacket. Or a coat of some sort. Or, like for me, it is the Cap. I mean, I've had this, I've had tons of these for years. My first one is the black one you always see me wear. And I've had that since I was a teenager. And I keep it in good condition, but I've had tons of these. And this is something which actually I feel like is a treasure. That's something that just gives me power when I wear it. What about you? What is one that you thought of? Let me know. Email me zanspirekin.com or tweet me at Spirekin. Also, well... With that in mind, let's actually get to the next part, which is everyone's other favorite part, which is the manga releases for the week. And we've got a ton of them because we missed two weeks because last week I was at Otakon 2023. And speaking of which, if you want to listen to my review of Otakon, it's actually posted. You can check it out at www.spyrekin.com or youtube.com forward slash spirekin. It's on there and it looks really good. I've got lots of video, lots of images. And also I'd like to thank everyone who agreed to be on there as cosplayers. You guys all are awesome. And, well, everyone who went to the panels, you guys were amazing. Thank you so much. You guys were great audience members. Even though the people at the Insane Manga Challenge were a little shy, eventually we got to it. But let's get to the manga releases of the week, as we have two weeks, and we're starting off with last week, the 25th of July. And starting off with Am I Actually the Strongest? Volume 3, The Light Novel. And then after that, we had Volume 4 of the manga of IMAX strongs Then, Amongst Us, Book 1, Soulmates. Asumi-chan is interested in Lesbian Brothels, Volume 3. Ayakashi Triangle, Volume 4. Beauty and the Feast, Volume 9. Chainsaw Man's Buddy Stories. Didn't I Say to Make My Abilities Average in the Next Life, The Light Novel, Volume 16. Fire Force, Omnibus 5, Volumes 13 to 15. Heaven's Official Blessing, Changch Guang Chifong, The Novel, Volume 7. High School Family, Kokose Kozaku, Volume 6. How Do We Relationship, Volume 9. I Am a Wolf, But My Boss is a Sheep, Volume 3. In the Clear, Moonlight, Dusk, Volume 5. Les Miserables, The Omnibus, Volume 5 and 6. Me and Roboco, Volume 8. Or PPPPPP, Volume 3. Precarious Woman, Executive Miss Black General, Volume 9. Seraphim of the End, Gurin Ichinose, Catastrophe at 16, Volume 1. She professed herself, Pupil of the Wise Man, Light Novel, Volume 8. Soichi, Junji Ito, Story Collection. Soul Eater, The Perfect Edition, Volume 11. Superheroes, Volume 11. Suppose a kid from the last boonies, dungeon Booney is moved to a starter town, Volume 9, of the manga. Sword of the Demon Hunter, Kijin Gitoshu, the light novel, volume 3. That Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime, volume 22 of the manga. The Duke of Death and His Maid, volume 7. The Way of the House Husband: the gangster's guide to housekeeping. And What Did You Eat Yesterday, volume 20. So this is what was released last Tuesday. And this Tuesday, which was the 2nd of August, we had seventh time loop the villainous enjoys a carefree life married to a worst enemy light novel volume four a girl on the shore the collector's edition i actually like this cover so much better than the original girls on the shore which just had the guy on the cover and was kind of creepy the blue works so much better gives it more of a whimsical quality so when you open up the manga and get horrified by what it actually is about it's kind of a better bait and switch i digress Then we have, as a reincarnated aristocrat, I'll use my appraisal skills to raise in the world, volume 6. Ayashiman, volume 3. Backstabbed in a backwater dungeon, my party tried to kill me, but thanks to an infinite gacha, I got level 9999 friends and I'm out for revenge, the manga, volume 3. Boruto, Naruto Next Generation, volume 17. Crossplay Love, Otaku X Punk, volume 5. Game Between the Suits, Volume Four. Kageyasma, Love is War, Volume Twenty Six. Kaze Hikaru, Volume Thirty One. The Miraculous Adventures or uh, Tales of Ladybug and Cat Noir, the Manga, Volume One. Mission Yozakura Family, Volume Six. My Special One, Volume Three. Plus Sized Elf, Volume One, the Re-release. And you can see it's a different cover than the original cover, so this is actually going to be a different edition with some new elements to it. It's been re-released. Prince Freya, Volume 9. Rainbow Days, Volume 5. Sakamoto Days, Volume 9. Summer Ghost, the light novel. Summer Ghost, the complete manga collection. The Case Files of Jeweler Richard, the light novel, Volume 5. The Heroic Legend of Arslan, Volume 18. The Ice Blade Sorcerer Shall Rule the World Volume six, The Itiden Deities Only Know Peace Volume five, The Night Blooms Beyond Castle Walls Volume three, Sugumi Project Volume two, Wondercat Q Chan Volume eight, World Trigger Volume twenty five, yakuza fiance rise von tanin Galil volume four and then last and certainly not least we have yona of the dawn volume 39 so those were the mangas that were released for this week and overall we had 58 mangas entirely over the two weeks and as usual i have compiled them up and i went through them and i figured my top five for the week and my top five are going to be backstabbed in a Backwater Dungeon, my party tried to kill me, but thanks to an infinite gotcha, I got level 9999, friends, and I'm out for revenge, Volume 3. This manga is a lot of fun, and it's very dark, but I do like how he's getting revenge and how it is a cast system, and I've been enjoying this series on the side. I have been having fun with it, so this is one of those ones I would love to review and think about it from a non-geek point of view where I'm not geeking out about it to actually just analyze it. Next, we had Chainsaw Man. Buddy Stories, this is where Power decides to play detective and she pulls Denji along. This is actually a novel, this is not a manga, and it's one which I do want to pick up. Then we have Summer Ghost, the complete manga collection. This is the manga adaptation of the light novel story. I haven't heard anything about it, but it looks like it is going to be a beautiful and poignant story. We have Way of the House Husband, the gangster's guide to housekeeping, which is the immortal Tatsu talking about being a house husband. And this is a how-to guide, and I actually want to pick this up because I used to be a house husband, and I want to look at it to maintain to make sure I can follow Tatsu's goals to be the best house husband I can be. And then last, Wonder Cat Q-chan is just adorable and addictive, and it's a lot of fun. So which of these are you actually most excited about? Let me know. Email me at or tweet me at Spirekin. Let me know your thoughts on which of these you are most excited about. And I believe we're almost done with the episode. But we can actually just address one more thing before I forget. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for checking out and listening to this podcast. Without you, I would not be doing this. I've been doing this for 15 years. Every email I get, every comment I get, it makes me want to keep doing this podcast. So I'm an old man who has to read manga with thick glasses and a magnifying glass. So thank you so much. And, uh, if you enjoy what you hear, you can remember to like, share, subscribe, check us out on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Spirekin, hit the bell for notifications and subscribe to us, tell your friends about us, subscribe to us on iTunes and leave comments there. And if you enjoy what you hear, you can help us create more fun content for you to enjoy by joining our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash spirkin, where you have four tiers with tons of new things. Our newest thing is going to be a really cool video that is only for patrons, about some of the cosplayers I saw at Oticon this year, so stay tuned for that. But with that in mind, let's get to the part you have all been waiting for, and what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one, that only... The, the- Wheel of Manga! Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with ten slots on it, and what I've done is I've assigned a manga tile to each of the ten slots. So what we're going to do is we're going to spin the Wheel of Manga... Whatever number it lands on the manga that's in that spot is the one I'm going to review in the next episode of the spider Manga review, episode 524. And we've got some great titles on here. We have Apari Ranman, Bloody Sweat, Goodbye Eerie, March Comes in Like a Lion, My Favorite Carrera, 100 Girls Who Really, 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 Really Really Love You, Shiori Experience, uh, Possession by Jimi Hendrix, Solo Leveling. Touring After the Apocalypse, and Wisteria Wand Sword. So let's spin and see what we're going to do in the next episode, shall we? I'm excited to see what we're going to get. Let's see. Fingers crossed. Anything good? Anything good? Number four. March comes in like a lion. Cool. So in the next episode, I'm going to review the... Chico Umino story about a young man who plays Shogi. Also, fun fact, I finally learned how to play Shogi and learned how to play Mahjong at Oticon. For more, check out that episode. But, as usual, I am your host, Zan. I am Gonsville. I'll catch you guys next time and keep reading manga. See you later.